Alright, welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast, episode 140, uh, Altai here, joined by... Omer. Alright, um, any uh, starting words or should we go right to the weekly raid? Well, uh, we, we didn't do a Grindfest Friday this last week, but we should be doing one uh, this Friday. Most likely for Soul Worker Online, which uh, just launched this week, so I look forward to that. Yep. And uh, beyond that, I've just been addicted to Final Fantasy XIV as usual, so that's been my week. Uh, you took a you took a tri- you tripped out to Puerto Rico. I did. Any, I went to Puerto any Rico. Any highlights? Uh, I just ate a lot of food, drank beer, uh, and watched TV in the Airbnb. Uh, it's a nice place, but it's it's been it's been hit pretty hard by that uh, hurricane thing. Uh, very hurricane thing. Yeah. Fucking Irma. Was it Irma? I don't know. Was it? Yeah, it was Irma. Harvey hit. Okay. They should give it like a like a Hispanic name. Is Irma Hispanic? <laughs> Who decides these names are hurricanes? Chiquita. That's a good one. Wait, where, where is Hurricane Xavier? Huh? That, that's a classy fucking hurricane. Well, don't they go in order, like hurricane. alphabetical order? So that's going to come up eventually. I want to see Hurricane Xavier. All right. That's a, if, again, if you're going to hit by a hurricane, you can hit by a classy hurricane. All right. Not the not that Harvey. Baca business. Anyway, let's let's roll with it. All right, sir. Okay. So this week, uh, we want to talk about how should MRPGs handle the early game. This kind of came up a few weeks ago when we talked and ranted about experience uh, you know, leveling potions, right? Instant level potions. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, that's a Band-Aid solution, right? Uh, the famous case with Final Fantasy XIV is even the, the, you know, the, you know, the head of the game. Yeah. The director of the game says, basically, we know the early game sucks, uh, but you know, here's, here's a potion for 20 bucks. Drink it. So that's a Band-Aid solution. Uh, and we want to kind of brainstorm with you guys and see if we can come up with some better ideas. And uh, Omar... Why don't you start? What do you think? Um, first of all, I want there's two separate problems here. I actually mm-hmm. don't mind the early game if I'm getting in day one. Because I love seeing a whole bunch of players, all level one, and we all moving through the world together, you know, at different paces. We get to the second zone, the third zone, etc. right? I love that experience. My best mm-hmm. experience with, you know, uh, a lot of games is that first month at launch, leveling to max level with everyone else. Uh, so that's... I don't know if there's much of a problem there, but maybe there is. You can let me know. And But... The thing we can both agree is a problem for sure is when you play a game that's already like five or six years old and you're level one, everyone else is level like, you know, max, and the early game is just a bunch of empty, shitty zones that are huge and all these shitty quests and it takes like 50 hours to get to max level and it's pointless. So that's that, that we can agree it's a problem where. So what is the solution? I, I think the first bit is a problem as well. Even really? you play a game at launch, let's say, let's say closers. We both played closers relatively you know, close to launch, right? Uh-huh. Don't you think the early game just felt like dead and, and and soulless inside it was there was we were going through the motions of playing closers but there was nothing happening the, the, the dungeons were stupid easy the like at the end of every dungeon we get like we look at inventory it's full of like 50 items like all these bullshit items and i'm like oh god which one of these are good I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting every single one one at a time like it just seemed like i was going through the motions i had no vested interest in my character in fact you i i i have a, I have a rule of thumb for mrpgs in most games when i know like it's not it's not well designed when you, you look forward. Did you look forward to leveling up in closer? No, I didn't. In but, fact, I let my skill points build up to like, like eight skill points, and I used them all at once because it didn't matter. But at no point was I. I felt like I had to use my skill points, or I wanted to level up, or I'm like, oh my god, I want to get that next piece of gear. And no point. And, and not to pick on closers, by the way, because this is not. This is not you know a problem with closers. This is a problem I think with no, the no, RPG no. genre as a whole. It's a problem with closers. What you just no, described. It's a genre. Hold on. The reason you didn't have fun leveling in closers is because it, it was a. Bo- it's like a mediocre game. I had more fun leveling in closers actually than most MMORPGs because of the action combat. 
because it was like these self-contained levels. Actually, oh. I would say the core but combat you but and leveling was better. You didn't seem to care about your character, etc. Right? That, no, that, of course not. That highlights design, uh, bad design decisions around the character levels and stuff, like gear. In clothes, I wasn't really sure what I was equipping. It was like cubes and stuff, right? It wasn't like gear. It was like it just felt weird, right? Like you had three slots for like. Um, I don't know. Like there were like three cubes on the top of your character and three cubes on the bottom, and they did yeah. stuff, right? So th yeah. the problem there wasn't the early game. I, I feel like okay. Imagine you started closer to level fifty, right? I, you have yeah. the same problem, I think. I don't think so. I, I, think I do. It applies, no, no, because look, this problem is not exclusive to closers. Final Fantasy fourteen, World of Warcraft, Guild Wars two, uh, off the top of my head right now, these three games, the entire leveling process in, in any of these games, I you each level means nothing. Like, at no point are you, like, looking forward to that new piece of gear. In fact, I don't think I've ever looked forward to a new piece of gear until maybe, like, maybe Ragnarok Online. Because I remember in Ragnarok Online, you could get, like, the... If you, if you could... you could People were selling cards in town. If you could put those cards into your low-level gear, you could actually materially influence... Like, you could actually impact your gameplay a lot. Where you were actually looking forward to stuff like that. To, to be able to maybe find a card to change your game. Like... Real talk, in, in Final Fantasy XIV, World of Warcraft, or Closers, it didn't matter what loot I got from doing those dungeons. It made no difference. I gave no fucks about my, my progression. I, I gave no fucks about really? my stat points or my... my yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. So, I, I don't know. I personally had a really good time leveling in uh, games like WoW. Or in Star Wars and Old Republic. Like, I, I, because you look, you're looking at vanilla WoW. It's still different. No, I'm talking about then, yeah. Well, again, so, that, that's a whole different argument. So hold up, hold up. I think we're kind of arguing two different things. I, I, if you start WoW today with current WoW, the reason you won't have fun, even let's say there's a wipe, okay? You, everyone wipes. You all start level one on the current WoW server, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think you'll have as much fun because there's no challenge. There's, there's other design problems. It's yeah. not the fact the, that you're the early item, level. The item problem, the item problem exists too because in, in, even in early in vanilla WoW, I remember like you had to run di uh, um, dead ball. No, the, the Dead mines a couple times if you want to get the gear, like yeah. the weapon to drop. Yeah. Gear. Like we we would we would actually run, uh, dead mines, which is the first like dungeon in the game in in the like Westfall or something, multiple times to get the gear. Like we were doing it to gear up. Yeah. In no modern MMORPG are, do you give any fucks about gearing up early on because well, you steamroll the content. Sure, but that that's a problem with the design of today's games. I'm talking specifically about early game here, not not whether it's a good game or a bad game. Well, but that's impacted by the fact that if if you never if you're not looking forward to leveling up. Yeah, it's a bad game. That's, that's, all, that's what it means. To, yeah, uh, item item upgrades. Yeah, but think, this this problem exists in the early game. It doesn't exist in the late game. In Final Fantasy fourteen, I'm actually super excited because today was re is reset day in Final Fantasy fourteen, and today I'm guaranteed I'm gonna get a new new boots, new new uh, waist piece, which is best in slot for my character for my boots, my waist piece, and I'm gonna get upgrade my pants. I, I'm I'm actually looking forward to getting three new pieces of gear in Final Fantasy fourteen. Not because you know I, I needed to beat the content. It would be best in slot, and my damage would go up a lot. I, I'm really looking forward to getting that new piece of gear, and I haven't felt that in Final Fantasy XIV until I got to max level. At no point pre-max level, I gave zero fucks about my progression, my gear, anything. None of that stuff mattered, and that, that's that's awful though because it should matter. In, in at least in Maple Story back in the day, even Maple Story today, you could still look forward to the chow advancements in between max level, right? And, and, and it mattered. Like, well, I want to look forward to something. Okay, hold up. So, so okay, I, I feel like we're... I got to clear this up. So, imagine sure. MapleStory back when we started, okay? I would argue... And, and imagine the, you start the day the servers go live, right? That early yeah. game is fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, the problem is not Maybe early game. Today. The problem... MapleStory today, 
Maple Story today is still better, I would say, than. Well, than we're gonna get to that. We're, we're gonna get to that. So, but but okay. uh, uh, Maple Story Day One, during you know the old days, right? It's just Scania. That's fun. That that other game is okay with you. So it's not that con- yes. okay. So that's fine. So the problem seems to me to me to be, the as the game as these games get longer, right? As more years pass, they add new content, new end game content, right? The early stuff becomes kind of outdated because nobody's there. Maple Story would it be fun uh, even back then if you were the only one playing on the server, right? No, World of Warcraft today is not fun. Early game, whether you're playing with a thousand people, Final Fantasy XIV yes. today is not fun if you have a thousand people playing with you in every zone and it feels full. That wouldn't change. That early game sucks. Well, uh, WoW today, yes. But what about vanilla WoW? Everyone starts level one. That's but fine. That, but 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 here's no. But it has nothing to do with everyone else playing that too. What made vanilla WoW fun was I was looking for because every level felt meaningful. I felt like when I got okay, stronger, uh, I needed to get stronger. Good. Well, I was looking forward to new games. So that's not a problem that's with early... Okay, but that can be a problem. That's just bad design then. Like, I agree. A lot of games are bad design today. Whether it's end game or early game. Imagine Final Fantasy... No, no. Imagine Final Fantasy XIV had no, had no raids. Zero raids. You have max level, you okay. got the best gear already. Would that end game right. suck? Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's not the point is not end game or early game. It's the, the sense of progression and, and, and accomplishment and, and receiving meaningful rewards. And that can happen at early game or end game. You're right. However... Okay. The problem exists, but the thing is, World of Warcraft doesn't have this problem. It does not have this problem in the late game. Final Fantasy XIV does have this. Okay. Does not have this problem. And I would argue game. the well, reason. Yeah, yes, but the reason is, the reason is because not as the these number of players don't give me these no, number no, no, of players. No, 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 because it's been so many years these games came out, and they kept adding new content for endgame players, right? So that made yes. the early game stuff uh, pointless. And I think all all these companies, Final Fantasy, WoW, Maple Story, they all realize they want people to speed past their early game as fast as possible to get to the end game. Okay. No, if you reset Final Fantasy fourteen today and you reset World of Warcraft today, everyone just logs to World of Warcraft today and all their characters are gone. Yeah. They all make new characters and they're playing through uh, level one to one hundred twenty. Under vanilla that. settings uh, for both games. No, 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 no. In today's settings, do you think it's do you think that no, the problem is fixed? No, it's not fixed but, be- because but the way you you address this problem was that it, it was they added more content later, which fucked uh-huh, up the early content. Uh-huh. That's not true. It is. They intentionally made it easier, the early stuff. They intentionally but made they, the early they stuff changed easier. It then. Exactly. It's to speed it up. Okay. But just adding stuff to the end didn't change the early game. It was it was no. actively changed the design philosophy. Yes. And because the they wanted you to go through the early game fast to get to that new stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the question we have now is... So, once again, I want to say, I think if you start a, a brand new launched MMORPG, a good one, right... We played closers at launch. I think that's, that, the same that's not problem. that's not a good one. That's a problem. If you play a good MMORPG at launch with a bunch of people, I think you will have fun during the leveling point, leveling process, going through the zones with everyone for the first time. No, but th- that's not the fun part. The fun it part is. for me in MMORPG is always looking forward to getting stronger. Right. That's part and of it. You're getting stronger. That was it. That was the. But you're getting stronger, but with people around you too, so you can see how strong they are. Right. Yeah. And, and their progression. Yeah. And your progression. Yeah. But none of that means anything in a modern MMORPG today because you're steamrolling Be- the content. Because they intentionally did. Yes. No, no. No. Soul Worker today is unbelievably easy. Whether whether you know it it, it just came out recently. And guess what? We're gonna, that's Soul Worker. We're playing closers, right? I bet Soul Worker will be the same way. And, and, and that is, I bet you any, any MMORPG that launches today will be the same way, where the early content is designed not, not around just getting to the end game. It's it just not fun because it's easy. And, and, and what we're looking for is fun is, is that progression and that meaningful, you know, getting stronger. It happens in the end game. No, why does it really why can't why it happen? Why happen? It really well? it, nothing's prevented from happening in the early game, besides the developers making a choice to not do it in the early game. Because, like you said, in Maple Story, in WoW, it happened. And when 
Final Fantasy fourteen first came out, I bet those initial dungeons were challenging and fun for people to go through together. The the, the process of gear. Look, for, forget the, uh, the the player skill game better as well. The problem is in a game. If 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 I am not allocating my stat points or my skill points, right? When I level up and I get skill points, and I and I and I, and I care so little about my about the game that I'm not going to even use those skill points until they pile up to like ten. Okay. Or I'm not going to even. What, I'm not even checking my inventory you, for new gear because. I'm just steamrolling the content, right? That's the problem. Vanilla WoW never had that problem. Hold up. When you I, got to have Vanilla WoW, you I agree. I think we're talking past each other. All you're saying, and I'm agreeing with you, is Closer's a shit game. Soul Worker's no. a shit game. But that's what we're saying to each other. I agree. Okay? No, like, that's, how uh, that's what I'm saying. If, if, no, if I start a game at level one, and it's easy, like, I, I can't die, it's a shit game. That's it. You describe every single Morbid oh, ever. I guess they're out. all shit. And now it's all eternity. No, I don't think so. Don't Everything think is so. shit no, now? No, I don't think Pantheon will do that. I think in Pantheon, you will have to party at level 5 to clear the stuff when it comes out. Now, yeah, but Pantheon, okay, now you look at a game that's, that, that's aimed at like, trying to harken back to the olden days. Yeah, because they're trying to fix what I think is, is, is somewhat broken. Look, I think you can have it easy, right? I think you gotta be able to. It's okay what? to be easy if you still look forward to like like Maple Story, for example, was always easy. Maple okay. Story is the ultimate example. It was never difficult. Grinding in Maple Story was never hard. It was always brain dead easy. You couldn't really fuck it up, right? Yes, it, the potion like being able to afford potions is annoying and difficult, maybe. But they could tweak that numbers and made it casual there. It wouldn't be a problem. But the process of of, of I was always looking forward to new gear. Like if something dropped in Maple Story, I would check right away. Can I equip this? Is is it better you're, than what I have? You're talking about pacing, right? We we call mine as pacing, and I agree, it's important. Oh, oh, skill points and gear progression. That's pacing. Okay. The, the early game, fine. The early game aspect I, of gear progression. I don't and know. Skill points. Uh, maybe I'm not doing a good job important. explaining myself, but like I think we're, I feel like we're talking past each other. Uh, I I think I know what you mean, but I don't think you know what I'm talking about, unfortunately. And I can't. Okay. Can you give an example of of, of a modern game that that you think, like, you kept, you kept saying that if. if the problem seems to be that they keep adding content to the end and want to rush people there. Yes. I don't yes. think that's. I think so. I think I think. Final Fantasy, WoW, MapleStory, yeah. they all intentionally made the early game less relevant and quicker and boring and easy and un unchallenging just so people could zoom past it and get to that and new content. I think it was a conscious decision, and they didn't have to do that, but they just chose to. But I think MapleStory early game still, is still better than, than WoW early game and even Final Fantasy fourteen early game. Because yeah. you're still wearing, you're still looking forward to your levels and you, you know your your gear well, progression. Well, there's a few things MapleStory did right, and I mentioned it in the weekly raid. They um, mm -hmm. they didn't just make you start at a higher level the way WoW and Final Fantasy yeah. give you the option. What they did instead was they actually revamped the whole world. So they did kind of a WoW did with Cataclysm, right? They they streamlined the world and they made leveling faster and they added that whole um, level guide where you can actually instantly teleport to, to new hunting grounds, right? To kind of speed mm -hmm. you along. Um, so that that's a good fix, but I think the best fix. And a few guys in chat have already mentioned it. I was trying to get to this. Uh, Path of Exile. Every time they add a new, every three months they add a new feature to the game. This this month, this time they added uh, the whole Beastie catching release. beasts. Yeah, you catch beasts and like you can do stuff with them. Po but, Pokemon, yeah. Yeah, but what they do every time they do this is they start a new league. So everyone has to start level one. Mm -hmm. Every time, and that kind of keeps the cycle going. Where you, it's it's always a you know they don't make the game actually. Well, there's an argument to be made that made the game easier, but they, the game isn't easier in the sense that. They intentionally want you to get to the higher level faster each time. It's just that you know mm -hmm. you might have more skills, so you get there faster. But uh, so that's a good fix. Start everyone. League's a good fix, and I think a lot of other um, games can do this. I think Crowfall is trying to do this, where they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have servers that last a few months, 
and then somebody wins. It's going to be like a Crowfall is going to be this PvP themed MMO where mm-hmm. there's going to be a winner at the end of this like a three to six month campaign, and then a new and then a new one starts. So that's a good fix, but making it cyclical. I think we can both agree that there's a problem. There's a big problem though with even with with even with World of Warcraft today, with Final Fantasy XIV today, where the solution to this problem of the early game being not fun is, is these potions. So you just skip all that bullshit. No, no, and, and they made it not fun on purpose so they can sell you the potion. I don't think so. I don't I th- think Final Fantasy XIV was ever fun at the beginning. What? I think I think the day it launched. I think people going through that content for the first time together, as t- and it was more challenging because they didn't dumb it down. I think people had fun, and if anyone in chat played, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen day one, uh, you can let me know. But I would, I would bet that that's the case. I'd bet a lot of no, money but, that you. But they, fun. They, they, they didn't change the content to make it easier. Actually, what makes the content easier in fourteen now is the fact that you have higher level gear and you, you maybe doing level relax and you're playing the lower level content. No, I played fourteen without the level skip potion. My main character. From one to seventy, but and you did. I did it with 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 the gear. I, I didn't get like free gear for my friends. I did it with all the gear I got from the story. I, I experienced the game as it was. By yourself, though. No, sure. Yeah, that's not fun. What do you mean? I, I, you still do dungeons with other people. Like you have to do some of the dungeons with other people and stuff. I I don't think I I had fun with Final Fantasy fourteen until I got the end game, and I think this describes World of Warcraft today as well. I don't think anyone playing World of Warcraft today has fun. Until they get to the end game, and they start. They, it, it, it doesn't have to be raiding. There's a lot more to do in Final Fantasy 14. There's a lot more to do in World of Warcraft than just raiding. You can just collect all the pets, all the mounts. There's so much shit to do. You can do pet battles and stuff. Collect everything. Get your house. There's more to do in these games than raiding. For me, raiding was what made the game a lot of fun. Trying to maximize my numbers and looking forward to new gear every week. Like, I am actually eager to get new gear in Final Fantasy 14. Like I, I don't know why, but like I haven't felt that feeling in a long time where I was looking forward to just like. Slight stat boost, but I am. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to get it tonight. I think this is. I think okay. I I, I see what you're saying, and uh, yeah. maybe I'm not wording what I'm trying to say well. This is definitely something we gotta, we got to come back to, and we can talk about this, you know, off the podcast too when we go to eat or something. But mm-hmm. we got to nail down what, what exactly we're talking about here, because um, I do personally think the leveling experience, even doing you know like fetch quest and like the talk quest and stuff, can be a lot of fun if you're doing it, you know, with with everyone else for the first time. Like I said, uh, I've said this a few times. My first month playing Star Wars Old Republic, I had a lot of fun. I got to max level. I barely raided it before I quit. But just that mm-hmm. first experience of just going through all the planets, so landing on a planet for the first, even in WoW, just going into a new zone for the first time, knowing that I'm there uh, and everyone else seeing it, seeing it for the first time too, was amazing for me, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was, that, was a, that was a great experience for me. Um, so, so, But you're right. Today's games don't do that. Today seems to be... Everything is you can't die. You just go forward and click A and you win, right? That's but not it fun. It seems to me that there are easy solutions to this, which is I don't know why it's not being done. What like, is the easy solution? Here's the easy solution that I, I think would enhance the game for a lot of people. Because I think, like, imagine while you're leveling in, in World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy 14 or any modern MRPG, you're doing the main story quest, right? There's the option on some of the, some of the you know, dungeons or the bosses or the instance encounters where you fight one-on-one, right? So maybe that there's an easy mode and a hard mode. That's it. Just once in a while, throw an easy mode, hard mode, and and if you do hard mode, it syncs you to, it, it gives you a specific level, like um, it syncs all your stats down to a exactly specific number, and you have to do a very hard encounter by yourself, and if you can do that encounter by yourself, you get like a cosmetic. That's it. You, no game, no you know, no gameplay stuff. You get a nice cosmetic, maybe a title. That alone would make the game feel interesting because if I if I had that in World in, in Final Fantasy fourteen, I'd be like I, I would try it and I would lose, and if I would lose, I'd be like what the fuck me mashing my fire one button like. I couldn't kill this with my my default retard rotation. Wait, 
I want to learn how to play this game now because I, I want to beat this challenge. I want that title. I, I don't want to look like a scrub. Okay, I, I, as someone who hasn't played Final Fantasy fourteen too much, maybe uh, we're off, off sync here. Apply okay, everything. Okay, I'll play. Okay, the dungeons for me were a super unimportant part of the leveling experience. If I can, you know, playing WoW or Star Wars, right? I want if the open world part, the world quests, seeing the environments. Um, if that part wasn't good, I don't think having a hard mode for this for the dungeons would help. But that but that part is always that part was never bad. In World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV, Guild Wars 2, the overworld, the, the 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 world building was always good. Yeah. The problem was the pacing was awful and retarded, and you never learned how to play your character. That's not true. That's not true of the games I'm talking about. No, it's that that's not true when these games launched. It became true later when they intentionally nerfed it. Like like Star Wars, Old Republic. You can't die in those dungeons right now. We did one together. I remember I remember dying on that. If you pulled two things, you were dead. Yes. Yeah, World of Warcraft intentionally made it easier as well, but Final Fantasy XIV didn't. It's mm-hmm. actually, it, it they didn't actually make it easier. It just, it's easier now because people that, that do the old content, even if it's synced, have better gear and they're synced at the higher levels. So, it actually did not nerf the numbers. And I was surprised because one of my friends was telling me that because I didn't know that either. But if they just added a hard mode in, into certain encounters, it would force players to like, okay, I leveled up. I gotta make sure I understand my new skills, right? But in 14, I didn't even look at my new abilities. I, I just mashed the easiest buttons in the world because it didn't matter. Like, it, it's embarrassing that I was able to reach max level without even realizing where my threat meter was in the game. Like, threat is such a basic concept in RPGs. It wasn't until I started raiding, I didn't know where that meter was, let alone managing it and shit. I, I didn't know I had abilities that would like manage my threat. It didn't matter. I didn't know what the indicators were. I think we agree the games have to be harder, but I don't think it has to be uh, just in raids. In these, in these I'm talking about, if you pulled two yeah. two mobs instead of like one in the open world, just doing a you would, random, die. you would die, right? So you had to learn your class, not just in dungeons, but just in the open world. You couldn't okay, do a random the quest. But here's the thing: I realized why they did that too, and we have to we have to we have to throw them a bone, the designers of all these games, because it wouldn't happen simultaneously in, in, in WoW, EverQuest, literally Dark Every MMORPG today has made the made the game easier, right? Yeah. We have to realize that it's appealing to casuals, and I don't think. Us wanting a hardcore game will change that, which is why I think my solution works. Make all that stuff easy still. Make it all brain that easy as is. Don't change that. The only thing they have to add is making a hard mode. It, it just, no, first of all, I, we should not have instance dungeons. So that's a horrible design decision, in my opinion. So Black Desert Online is the way to go. We need open world, uh, persistent, all the way through. We, so the, it's trying to segment the game makes it not an MRPG in my, in my IMO. No, no, because you have to. No, come on. I mean, look, now you're arguing what you think is an ideal MRPG. I agree with you. Ideal MRPG has one persistent world without interest. I'm with you on that. But if you want to take Final Fantasy 14 and WoW, you, you can't just completely revamp the game to fit your mold. So I think it's a good solution that would fix. I think it would, it, it would, it would make everybody appreciate the game more. I don't know. We're, we're talking ideal here. I mean, they're not going to make these games harder, like you said, anyway. No, so. But, no, no, but again, no, no. But they can do the solution I'm saying because it doesn't require a revamp. It just requires adding, like maybe like every every five hours of gameplay, you add one fight to the game where you can make it really hard, like, a harder mode or an easier mode. That's it. And if you you can still face roll, if you if you want to face roll the content, you can still face roll the content. But give me a reason to learn the game. Again, I will never learn how to play a game if being a retard and mashing my one attack always works. Like. I'm not going to experiment with my other abilities until my, other, my, my kit just starts failing. Until I run into challenge, I'm not going to learn. And I didn't learn the game until I hit max level. And I think most people, whether it's WoW or Final Fantasy XIV, have that same issue. And this seems to be like a pretty easy fix. Just add a couple encounters throughout the leveling process that would it, make the game much more enjoyable. It won't hurt, sure. But I, I don't think it's like a huge uh, innovation. 
I, I think it'd be night and day. Because I think it would make the games... I, I think... Because I, I honestly... The leveling process in modern day WoW in 14 and Guild Wars 2, it really feels like bizarre. It feels like, why am I doing this? It, it It's such a chore. It, it's you, There's no challenge. And, and they even, That's the problem. It's no challenge. doesn't matter if it's like... But, 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 but the thing is, we realize... But you have to, we, you know, we have to throw them a bone because every game has done the no challenge thing. There's a reason they did that, maybe because they want to appeal to casuals, right? But you, you can, you can, you can have the casuals and appease people like you and me who want more of a challenge, without disrupting everything. If they, if they do it through hard modes in certain encounters, that's it. Uh, it's a bandaid. It's a bandaid. Uh, I think uh, ultimately, another day, people like you and me have to play niche games like Pantheon uh, and just let the plebs have everything else. That's that's what's going to come down to. I don't think it's going to go any other way. It's unfortunate. We, yeah. Well, now with these, with these leveling potions too, it just seems uh, such a weird solution to this problem. I mean, it, it it's so good. what's especially weird is you you get a free leveling potion to one ten in World of Warcraft. You get a free potion in Guild Wars too if you buy the expansion. I think Final Fantasy fourteen is the only one where if you buy the expansion, you don't you don't get a leveling potion. You know? No. They, even though they're the only game where the director admitted that the early game sucks. And, and they still won't let you skip it. I, uh, I in the in the weekly, I specifically said I think I think Final Fantasy is like triply guilty here because one, you don't get a free level boost with the expansion purchase, right? The way you do in Guild Wars and WoW, like you said. Two, mm-hmm. you have to buy the experience boost. Three, you got to buy the story skip boost. Yep. So that's that's a triple threat right there. Triple threat triads. Yeah. But uh, you know, we've dwelled we've. Dwelled, this is an t- interesting topic, and it seems like something we actually have a pretty big disagreements on, which is good. Mm-hmm. Usually, we, we seem to be on the same side. So I want to talk about this more with you off podcast, and maybe we can revisit it mm-hmm. uh, with you know with more sharpened views uh, uh, next time. Drive. I think we're, we're always chasing. I think everyone is chasing that old high. I think Ultima Line for me and my brother have been like our, our best. I would describe Ultima Line as my best gaming experience ever. Like it just it just gave me all the highs. I think it was the most perfect MMORPG. But I think everyone feels that way for their first game. I mean, whether it was RuneScape for for some people, whether it was even like one guy on, on YouTube messaged me how much he loves RF Online. Like everyone's got their their first game where they get the biggest high, and I, I think most people are still chasing that high. I don't think Final Fantasy XIV comes close to that high, but it's the closest I've been like to really enjoying it at more RPG of recent times. So it's a different feeling, but I'm still looking for that high, which is why I played Albion Online and I, I didn't quite get it there. But hopefully one day I'll I'll feel that way again. Hopefully, I'll feel alive again. <laughs> but what do you... Okay, before we move on, though, what are, what are your thoughts on the cyclical, like, resetting in MRPGs? So, think leagues in um, Path of Exile or Diablo 3, and think games like Crowfall, they're going to have these, like, you know, eight-month campaigns, and then, you know, one, one guy wins and it, and it resets. If you design your game from the get-go with that, it could be a good idea. But it just seems so, like, weird that in an MRPG, like, all the stuff you work towards all of a sudden becomes, like... Uh, like not, not like it's not relevant in the current season anymore. You know, you can still like use that in the other league, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know how that would work. In a, has any MMORPG actually done that? Like Path of Exile has, but it's not a traditional. Yeah, MMORPG. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but, but what I would argue is there are a lot of people out there that play games like EverQuest or World of Warcraft or Ragnarok Online, and they habitually jump between private servers because they like that build-up uh, part of the game. You know, with mm-hmm. a new character. They you know get the max level. They you know they, they figure the you know they figure out what they want to do. They get you know what they want to get, and then they move to a new server. So I, I think in MRPGs, I think that 
We can't we can't throw out this early game. That's what I'm trying to get no, back yeah, to. I you can't I agree. You yeah. can't. Because you can't tell somebody like, hey, go play, start playing this uh, new game with me, buddy. Like you make a friend, you like tell them to play Final Fantasy with your World of Warcraft with you. Oh, by the way, uh, you're gonna have to grit your teeth for ten hours and have no fun. You should be like, fuck you, I don't want to play that. <laughs> no, you can't give it up. It's, it it has to be more enjoyable, one way or another. Yeah. And I, I of modern and more PGs, I can't think of one where the early game was like actually fun. Maple Story. Maybe I, I have a jaded, I have a weird view of Maple Story because I've played it before and I can look forward to like, like I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe I, I'm just a sucker for Maple Story, but I think the the early game there, even with the modern you know tweaks and making it stupid easy, I still feel the progression is more fun there. Yeah, I, I miss that. Per- I, I, you can't have an MMORPG without that early game, I think, because at that point you just have like a MOBA or a shooter. You know, if if all if all that's the game is like you know you're max, you're no longer going to progress on your skills. Mm-hmm. Like your character is no longer going to grow, right? You no longer have an MMORPG, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, true. All right. Woo. All right. Let's uh, Save, make early game great again, right? <laughs> make early, make early game great again. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we gotta, we gotta figure out what exactly we're, uh, how to do that. But uh, I do want to move from this because I saw that Black Desert Online, which I mentioned earlier, their mobile version came out in Korea this week. Did you see any trailers for or any videos for this? I saw some Separo videos yeah. for it, and it oh. looked pretty pretty spicy. But until I play it myself, I kind of have to reserve judgment, though. Uh, it because it's out already. I, I should be able to download the APK, and I'm gonna try giving it a try, uh, giving it a shot this weekend, this week rather. Yeah, and it seems to be doing well. Uh, it's number one in Korea right now, both on mm-hmm. iOS and Android. And two, I hear it's got no autoplay. Oh God bless! Are you this sure? Is, really? That's what's I what hope I've, so. That's what I've been reading on the grapevine. So here's that's, some gameplay I'm showing on here. Uh, it does look a lot. The, the UI looks a lot like every other mobile MMORPG, you know, with the, mm-hmm. the movement thing on the left and then the, the, the four skills in a circular pattern on the right. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it's got no autoplay, uh, that's a good sign. It's a persistent world as well, which is something you don't see in many of these mobile MMORPGs. Usually it's, it follows that, that closest model with, the, you know, instanced areas. It looks pretty. I mean, the, yeah. character, even, the fact that Pearl Abyss... I can already like view they're a very competent company, like very competent, because no other no other mobile MMORPG had even close to the appearance customization of this game. The, the character creator in this game is like similar to the, the the PC version where you can change like so many little things about your character's face, your hair color, skin color, tattoos, so many options. Literally every other game prior to this on mobile has like the shittiest appearance customization. Like with Lineage 2 Revolution, which was they splashed so much money marketing that game, they paid all the streamers to play that shit. It's one of the highest grossing mobile games in the world. Just like four face options and two hair options. Like, yeah, we're talking like old school area games, Shea or Last Chaos style appearance customization. Like, there's nothing. Why did it take Pearl Abyss to do this? And Pearl Abyss is a tiny company in relation to NCSoft, Nexon, all these giant mobile gaming companies. You've had even Western companies try approaching this model. There was a uh, something was it ordering Chaos Online. The appearance customization sucks. How on earth did these guys actually fix it? Like the fact that they were able to actually make it decent and good is mind-blowing it shows they're capable people and i think you wrote a story a while ago that they developed the engine for bdo for only a million dollars so it's one of the most efficiently made games out there and i contrast that to like other game companies that you they're more like incompetent like like blue hole for example with PUBG. we talked a little bit about battle Royale in the early game but they just the netcode still sucks in PUBG. it's one of the biggest games in the world over three million concurrent players and their netcode is awful the game still um like one in ten games if i launch the game I get, to, I get to, I'm stuck on the splash screen and I can't even get to the game. I gotta close it. 
sometimes the game just crashes. Like, but then, uh, I I know right away that Blue Hole is going to be a very very slow to fix their problems, if ever. Whereas if you look at Pearl Abyss, there's a chance it's going to be a great game. I, I haven't played it yet. I'm looking forward to trying it. See the first look video hopefully later this week. I have I have high hopes for Pearl Abyss. They they are going to use this engine for other games. They've already stated in mm-hmm. development and i think this is going to be a big company uh they or they're going to get bought out by a company and then whoever whatever they work on will be really you know really really good mm-hmm. uh someone sent chat uh, how important is customization for mobile games i would argue just just as important you know there's no reason not to think it's just as important as as, uh, as anything else i think it's very important uh, i mean again, just just appearance customization i think it's kind of um if done well it's awesome if done pretty poorly or meh, it doesn't mean anything. Like a lot of MRPs, I give no fucks about appearance customization because it's done really poorly. There's not much you can do with your character. Whereas games like 14 or Black Desert, Black Desert, you still kind of stuck the molds and you still gender gender locks. But like in Final Fantasy 14, I actually like my character. Like it just it's just done really well. Where you can actually fall in love with your character. You like the way you, know, you can dress up your character the way you look. But when there's little options, it's meh. So it's either it has to be either really good or it doesn't really add anything. Indeed. Um, all right. I, I have a few triggery stories. If uh, all, right, all right, come trigger me. Come trigger you. Okay. This this is this is not even that. Okay. This is gonna be about Soul Worker. And I know why you hate uh, IP blocks, right? Yes. So, okay. So Soul Worker, as you know, uh, has. Here's a funny thing. They didn't even start by blo- IP blocking. They just added it after people already made characters. Did you hear about this? No. That's. What? Yeah. So if you're in, if you're out, if you, they only have the license for America and Europe, but they only announced IP blocks after uh, people already made characters and stuff. The fuck? Yeah. So it, so people made their characters and then they tried to log in and it says too bad you IP blocked. Yeah. Wow. That that just shows incompetence again. And 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 I don't understand the the nerve of the developer behind uh, Soul Worker. Who made, who made Soul Worker? What company was it? Was it NeoWiz or something? I'm gonna look. Who the nerve behind them? They think they think they got a pot of gold here with Soul Worker. It's like it's like the next best game since fucking World of Warcraft. It's a fucking Soul Worker. I mean, it's, it's it looks good. It's decent. But like, just have one license for the everywhere outside your home market. Just let one company run the show. Like, what? It's so unbelievably stupid that they think they can license it to like. Game Forge to only run it in America and Europe, and they're going to license the one company to run it in South America and one company to run it in the Middle East. Dude, this game isn't that big. Like, relax. The game's not that great. It's not going to. It's not going to have a booming player base in South America, a booming player base in Middle East, booming player base in Russia, where like these five different regions can support themselves. That's nonsense. There's maybe enough people in the world to like have one server for Soul Worker and be relatively busy. That's it. So we don't know if they're going to expand the IP block. Besides Southeast Asia, because I, I guess the guy who had the license in Southeast Asia complained, but nobody in like the Middle East or Africa is complaining yet. So we don't yeah. know if they're going to be blocked. Um, but we do know it that it seems insane that the, the developer, okay, it's a company called uh, it's a Korean company called Lion Games Co. Ltd. Like it's insane that they think that they can segment the player base this much. Like I get it. if your game is fucking ginormous, right, and you want to split up the player base, maybe I understand that, right. But if you this game is not that it's not going to be that huge, that's the reality of it. And if you want to segment your player base between like five different regions, five different publishers, instead of having one busy server, you're going to have five dead ones. Unbelievably stupid. Wow. You know what's crazy? I was looking up uh, your video to show on the stream while we talked about it. We did the first look for you did the first look for this a yeah, year ago, a year region. over a year ago. Isn't that crazy? 
took so long to get here. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, what's weird is actually this game launched in uh, South Korea. It launched in Japan before it launched in South Korea even. Hmm. Okay. About this, about, I should say, though, most players on the English Soul Worker uh, server were happy this week because there was um, there was a chance there was going to be a wipe in open beta yeah. because of exploits or something. I'm not sure about the mm -hmm. details. I don't know if you know. But apparently well, there they, weren't. They, they, they yeah. said that there, there might be a wipe before full release. I don't know yeah. if they clarified that yet. But there is not going to be a wipe, they said no. Good. Yeah. The one thing about all the games like Soul Worker, though, it's still kind of grinding my gears, is you don't you don't really make a character. You pick a character, which is kind of weird. Like, you, I, I picked a guitar wheeling lolly. Like, and look, look how few options there are for, like, customization in the video in the background. Like, you can choose, like, three eye colors, right? Like, come on. This is it's 2018. We can do better than three eye colors and, like, three hairstyles. This is like that's this, is, this reminds you of again old school uh, Last Chaos or Shea on area games like these really old MMORPGs like we could do better than that and when you choose a character instead of making a character I know Closer is kind of guilty of this as well it really limits how much you can do you can't change your gender you only have very few hair options it's just kind of lame you know and every game that has this mold in fact. Is there a single more like action RPG like this where you, you have instance dungeons, persistent towns where you you don't just choose a character, you make your character, or are they all? I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure they're all character driven. Whether it's DFO, whether it's this, whether it's closers, whether it's Critica. I think you're right, I th and I think it's because they're all just copying DFO. Mm -hmm. well, look how cute this character that I made, dude. This game's got a guitar wielding lolly. That alone is makes it well worth checking out. Have right? you have you tried this yet or no? I have not played the the English version yet. Again, I've been very addicted to Final Fantasy 14. I've been playing it a bit too much. So I, wow. I, when I talked earlier that I was looking forward to getting my new gear. I'm not lying, guys. I, I am looking forward to getting my new gear. I've been playing nonstop. And it's not even because I need that gear to clear the content. It's because I want to up my parses. I want to get bigger numbers. I'm min-maxing. So, okay. I left. Okay. Before I left to Puerto Rico, you had beaten the robot, right? Which is yes. number three out of four. Yes. Have you made any progress on the final boss, Kafka, Kafka, whatever it is? I, I, I've only ran it a few times. I've mostly been helping uh, two of my friends clear the guardian as well so i've been most helping them though i did make progress towards uh kefka uh, I, I didn't beat him yet but made some progress there do you want to play soul worker later maybe today or tomorrow and then so we don't start exactly where we did last time we played this together but for before before the grand fest ride we will definitely play a bit more okay. but tonight i'm going to do my, my raid reset so okay. i'm hyped for that <laughs> but i mean the game looks beautiful like that's the thing about soul worker too and what's actually pretty interesting i'll tell you i don't know if you took the steam charts yet i'm hoping you didn't i didn't Okay, just take a wild guess how popular this game is. I mean, I'm going to give you some context before you guess, all right? Okay. Let's see how close Altai gets. So I'm going to give you how many people played uh, Critica on Steam when it launched, all right? Okay. Critica Online is getting about... Uh, is it 400 players online right now? 25-hour peak of 484. All-time peak, 1,500. Okay. That's for Critica. And then you have Closers, which is getting about 1,100 players online right now. All-time peak of 2,000. How many people do you get playing Soul Worker? Playing or all-time peak? Both. Okay, all-time peak, I'll say, is 10,000. And there are 4,000 playing. That's actually surprisingly accurate. There are 3,600 players online right now, and all-time peak is 10,061. Oh, man, I am. I'm surprised you came back because I, I was actually mind-blown because Closers only had 2,000 peak, and you had a critic at, like, 1,400 peak. So why is that Soul Worker had such a higher number? Like, it's so much more popular. I think they were smart in that they launched open beta on Steam right away. A lot of these games, they do this bullshit where they don't come on Steam till later. 
Critica did that, but I think Closers launched, I think, day one on Steam. Minus, like, the closed betas. Like, from closed beta to open beta, I think it happened on Steam right away. Like, I, it's the same, again, kind of game. So I'm, I'm amazed at how many more people are playing uh, playing this game. I, I like the animations. I like the art style. It just feels more fluid to me than what Closers did. It just looks better visually, too. It's always I've, I've always felt that way since I first played it. Okay. But, yeah. I haven't seen this game since the last year we played it. You know, like, over a yeah, year ago. it's been ago. a while. Yeah. I, I like, I prefer 2D isometric or, or, or you know, like, side to side but seeing this makes me remember it and this i think this this is better than uh closers as a game even though i like mm -hmm. the 2d-ish part better in uh closers and I critica nice it, yeah i never liked critic i don't know i just it, it didn't jive with me this looks better than critica i remember uh seeing the clo original closers videos and i'm like damn this game looks fucking badass i feel like close some other games where i feel like the trailers made it look way more cool than the game actually was like way more cool because like then you get to the game and the graphics are nowhere near as good. Like the, the I don't know, I don't know what they did. I think I think Elsewhere kind of does it as well, where their trailers look so fucking badass. Like the Elsewhere trailers are fucking amazing. I feel mm -hmm. like because they show gameplay in the trailers, and the, the I feel like maybe they're enhancing those trailers because when I play Elsewhere, my graphics don't look that good. Right? When I play Closers, my graphics don't look that good the way they do in the the Closers trailers and stuff. But this game actually I think looks really good in game. Yeah, I think so. And the thing about these, this game too is, I think I, if I remember correctly, you can do the dungeons in like more difficult options pretty early on, so you can get that challenge early on. I think the game allows you to have the like allows you to challenge yourself, even if you don't need to do it. It's nice. It lets you learn your character more, lets you play a little more careful. I think the worst I think, thing is just closing your eyes and steamrolling the content. Yeah, I think I think this was a really smart pickup by GameForge. They can they can slap it onto Steam, and they're gonna get a nice player base. Um, good move. Good but move. I still don't understand why the the developer shoots himself in the foot by having like five different servers. Just have one. The developer doesn't doesn't know about Steam probably. Come on. Uh, what? There's some Korean comp small Korean company. They don't know. They just so wh why are they licensing the games like five different companies in five different regions? Just make one company. Like, just let GameForge have all the licenses because the way these licenses work, anyways, the developer gets a percentage of revenue. Yeah. And if all the players are on one server, like the experience for all the players are better because more people are more fun with more people playing them. If you play on a dead server, like why are you even playing the game to begin with? Because they they were they weren't even looking to license it. People came to them. So in Japan, someone picked up the license. In Southeast Asia, someone picked up the license. And I think GameForge came third, right? Mm -hmm. And I think Game I think it was GameForge who initiated this contact. I don't think the developer cared about the West. But the, the, if they don't care about the West, in the process of licensing the game for America and Europe to GameForge, the developers are like, by the way, just just take the rest of the world because, like, why not? No, you can't because they already have existing contracts. With, with, with South America? Who's the South American public? South, Southeast Asia and uh, Japan. But even Southeast Asia. When they gave the Southeast Asia, why not? Like, why, that was a problem to begin with. Now, like, because the game was out in Southeast Asia... It, why not allow the Southeast Asian version to accept Americans and Europeans? Um, why GameForge should exist then? Like, we could have my, had this game a year earlier. Maybe my people. Well, then we do we play some Pinoy server with 500 ping. I don't know. I'm actually quite happy. I'm actually quite happy. It, it ended up the way it did. All right. And, to be, to and I think that's still bullshit too, because even the Southeast Asian publisher, you can have one server for the Americas, and it's not like that costs a lot of money. You know, you pay 100 bucks a month, you get a dedicated server. In, uh, in the America's region. And, and if you spend more money, it means you got more players. It's a good problem to have. I do I do think we're going to see less and less of this. This is a, this was an outlier. Uh, I think as, as you know, the world gets more you know, digital first or whatever, and Steam gets bigger, and 
uh, a lot of these smaller companies realize, developers today can realize that they themselves can just plop the game on Steam and serve the world. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't need... They don't, want, they don't want to localize and provide customer support, though. Because like, if, if you're true. a developer, like, how many people do you work on this game? You're like 20 people, 30 people? I can't imagine the studio behind this game is that big. They don't want to deal with customer support because people don't realize, again, that we talked about this with World of Warcraft, that the biggest cost for World of Warcraft since launch has been customer service. The cost of all the customer service agents answering the phone calls, answering the tickets, is more expensive than development costs for adding new content. That is like, baffling. Yeah, it gets, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, people don't realize that either. So a, a team of like twenty Koreans aren't don't want to do that. That I I understand the value of publishing for that reason. If you're a giant company, you can afford to do it yourself. But I still think these guys should just told the the Southeast Asian publisher, listen, just just run the game for the world. By the way, the Southeast Asian version is in is in English anyway. It's yeah. not like it's not in English. So I, I don't understand why we have to wait for Game Forge to pick it up. We, you know, we should have been able to play on the Southeast Asian version sooner. But whatever. I, I don't know. It m makes no sense. Makes no just sense. One big server is, is, is just so much better. Yeah. But Black I, Desert has a figure. Black Desert, for the most part, has it figured out. I think Black Desert exists on the... They have, they have their own the Turkish server, too, and there's a South American server. It's bullshit. I don't like that either. But they have the one well, mega server. Well, you should say that. For, is for the e region. Eve has it figured out. Basically, e yes. e everyone, yes, everyone gets one server, and China gets its own server. All right? So... Yeah. That's what PUBG should do. <laughs> PUBG should learn from Eve, all right? Yeah, I think that's fair. Eve, Eve actually is the best system for it. Yeah. It's got a mega server, and it's got no separate bullshit region servers. You know, it's an MMORPG. It's, it's supposed to be massive, you know? The, 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 massive is the first letter, all right? And you can't be massive with multiple multiple servers. Deep. And, like, this game is not going to have the, the giant players to support all the servers anyway. It's, it's just a shame that, you know, like, like, with European Maple Store, it was bullshit, too. That the Europeans couldn't play on a global GMS, which is a global Maple Story, because the, there was a publisher in Europe that, that picked up the game. Nexon, Nexon Europe was separate from Nexon America. That, that was they, a mistake. They, 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 they had divided their player base, and everyone hated Maple Story Europe because it, it was literally like behind the content of the American version too, and it was just shittier. Like I don't understand the decision to do that. It's nonsense. I think if Nexon could redo it today, they would just have one that serves Europe and America. But uh, remember, Nexon was early on this free-to-play stuff, bringing Korean games to America. And it was a different world, you know, even even 10 years ago. So mm -hmm. I think I think the I think the future is games like uh, Tree of Savior, which didn't actually do well, actually. Mm -hmm. But the developer did self-publish globally on Steam. Uh, so I think that, that method is going to be the, the way forward. Definitely. Is Eve I'm, worth... I, I want global servers. Yeah, we're going to get it. Don't worry. Is Eve still worth playing now? I think... Now is the best time to start playing Eve. It's free to play, and you can play for a good long time without capping your skills uh, as free to play. So there's no reason not to try it. If you like MMORPGs, give it a try. You know the fact that it's free lets you jump in, you know, right away with no like, no risk. So you don't have to buy the game. So if you like MMORPGs, give it a try. It actually is quite a bit different from uh, like every other modern MMORPG. It's, it's nothing like WoW. It's nothing like you know Final Fantasy. So it's 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 different. Eve is like the, is like the platypus. Of uh of MRPGs, it's just very different than the uh, than any other mammal. And we talked a lot about you know MRPGs being their own games, like like they're all copies of WoW to a degree, or just follows that same mold, you know, or the EverQuest mold. Eva exists outside that mold, and I think it does a really good job. And it's the fact that it survived all this time. Props to it. Indeed. I I'm still blown away that Soulwork has eight thousand players. It peaked at ten thousand players. Has like four thousand players online, considering how how much smaller closers and Critica were. Hope the game does well. Th and that's after the game had a bunch of uh, launch problems too. The servers are mega laggy and unresponsive for a while too, and they still go down, I think, because it's too busy. 
Alright, your turn. I just wanna see, yeah. What do you got? What do I got? I do want to... I, I still don't get why the... I still don't get why the classes are, are gender-locked and, and you choose characters instead. Uh, Someone's got to make a game where you can actually make your own character in a world like this. And maybe you can build... Instead of, like, having... Because these games don't have classes. You have characters. Yeah. You have a class system on top of that instead, maybe. You can choose to be, like, a brawler or something else. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Someone's got to do it. I wonder if the, the English version has the Japanese voices. I remember the Japanese voices in this game were mega cute. There's no way. Maybe uh, someone, someone in chat you, can change. You, you can mod it. Maybe. But I, I don't know why they would do that. It's a Korean game in America or Europe. Why would it have Japanese voices? It doesn't make any sense. I remember the Japanese version we played had the cutest voices. Oh, there's uh, the, the. Let's see what else. We have another mobile game. There's really not. Honestly, not too much happened this last week. The really, only thing that's really on the horizon is, is um, Rift Prime is launching later this week, I believe. And we're going to see if the people are willing to pay money to play a subscription version of Rift without the cash shop. You know, we'll see if people really hate microtransactions the way RMORPG thinks they do. I feel like microtransactions get a lot more, um, a lot more like verbal hate than like people actually caring. Hmm. Probably. I I think it'll do okay. I think someone in our chat just said earlier that they are looking forward to it because they miss they want that whole progression mm -hmm. system. Like they want to go from one to max. Uh, the early game doesn't have to be shitty. Yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. will enjoy. And honestly, I think you. I know I know you're busy with Final Fantasy. I won't push it, but you would enjoy Rift. That you you know, I know I enjoyed it when I played it back in the day, and we seem to have a similar taste. So I think you you, we, you know it's, it's, Rift is a good game. I think Pistol makes a good point. The issue with Rift Prime is that everyone who has ever wanted to play Rift has already played it. That is a problem. But Pistol, I think you'd be surprised how many people of of that group you're talking about want to play it again. Want to play it not even the end game. They actually just want to get from one to max again. I think as 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 you know, all at the same time together. They want to relive the nostalgia too. Yeah, exactly. I think nostalgia is a hell of a thing, which is yeah. why you know, I guess reboots of old movies and stuff like, are happening so often. You know, people love that nostalgia. That's like, why Vanilla WoW nostalgia is, is real. When Vanilla WoW launches, I bet you a lot of the players who resub aren't going to do it because they want to raid Molten Core again. I mean, some some do, but I think a lot of them will just get from one to max and then quit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they miss that. Nostalgia is a hell of a thing. I I I would I would I would resubscribe to an official Ultima Online server if it launched a classic or or T two A. The second age. Like, I, I, I pay for that in a heartbeat. An official server. But it's never going to happen. But, but here's why you would do it, right? You would do it because you are suspecting that lots of other people would do it with you. Because if you were just going to do it alone or with like five people, you could yeah. just find a private server. Yeah. Um, so I, so that's why the numbers do matter. You said earlier that don't give me this whole like doing it together thing. Doing it together is so important. And when I play an MRPG, and, and a few people in chat said um, it's okay to play an MRPG alone, like solo. I, I actually agree with that, but only if you're kind of if you feel like, well, for me at least, other people are experiencing it with you. Exactly, like, even I, if they're not with you in the exact moment. They're yes. in the world with you. They're yes. playing the same game as you. Yes. When I'm killing those level twenty gnolls, I want to see other people doing it and, and typing in chat. Where where do I go next at level twenty six? You know, like that matters to me. If, if that wasn't there and I was just doing it solo anyway, but without that chat, without seeing anyone, I wouldn't like it. I think that applies to like basically everything. So it's yeah. not really like imagine you can see a movie, right? That no one's ever seen before. It was made specifically for you, Erhan. And and no one's ever seen it besides you, but you, but you can't talk about it with anybody. 
it would kind of make it not as fun to watch. The social aspect of I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that. You're not buying it. I'm not buying that example because when I go to a movie theater, which you know we go to theaters all the time, we got Movie Pass by the way. If you guys don't know mm-hmm. what Movie Pass is, go Google it. It's amazing. Ten dollars a month, you can see one movie at a theater every day. We don't get paid. It's just amazing. Do it. You, you sound like yeah, that that that, that seemed like a paid placement, but no, no they didn't not. give us any money. No one pays I us hope anything. They did. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> but anyway, so we go to movies all the time in the cinemas, right? And I honestly, but actually, I prefer if the cinema's empty, right? I prefer it if I'm going in there alone with you and we just watch it. But the, but we can talk about it. Like if I watch a movie by myself or I play a game by myself, like if I can talk about that game with you, right, mm-hmm. with my friends online, like that makes it more meaningful. Like, yeah. Yes. But, but as, as I'm trying to say, even if you can't talk with your friends in the world, just seeing. Just seeing someone else killing that knoll, which let's say I'm never gonna talk to that guy, okay? But he's yeah. a player and he's like typing in chat in general chat, like, hi guys. I'm never gonna play with him again, right? I'm not gonna friend him. I'm not gonna alright. Just seeing him there makes the game more fun for me. Yeah, but again, yes, but let's say let's say they were they were AI. Let's say the AI Okay, and they fooled would, me? Would be as fun? If I didn't know they were AI, probably. Until until I figured out they were AI, it would be more but, fun. But then you figure out they were AI. But then, then I would feel stupid. No, then I'd just feel stupid. Would you quit the game? <laughs> Would you quit the game? I, I I can't say, but I would feel more, I, I would feel stupid for sure. Actually, it happens I, I to me. I think what makes MMORPGs especially and especially fun is just your accomplishments in the game you can share with other people, whether it's strangers, mm-hmm. whether it's friends. Your status in the game is what you can share with other people. It makes it, it makes it more fun. I remember more I was, so the actual gameplay itself. Omar, Omar, Omar got me to play uh, Freestyle too, and in that game you got to play ten rounds of uh, placements against bots. Yeah, those are awful. But but it's, it it fools you. You don't know you're playing as bots because they have like non-bot names. Some of them. So I was like, oh, I think I think. Oh, if you didn't tell me I was playing as bots, I don't think I would have known until like five games in. You figure it out pretty quick though, because they they, don't, they they take the stupidest shots. Like they don't they keep passing. They they never take shots. The bots they pass like nine times out of ten. They finally take a shot like randomly. But the bots have really weird names too. Yeah. Like, they like numbers in their names and stuff. Yeah, it was like tall Asian boy. Yeah. Yeah. What was a like, tall Asian boy? A like, tall underscore Asian underscore b-o-i like they're yeah. the weirdest names and uh, we like actually it. got another one of our friends to play freestyle with us and he uh he played freestyle one back in the day so he's doing his placements and he also didn't believe he was playing in spots even when even when we told him because they were saying they were, they were making a dick joke in chat like the, the bots you know send out these pre you know these messages uh so that's amazing i think that's um that's a whole new can of worms that's going to open up uh in mmorpgs in online gaming in general when you won't know who's a bot and who's not uh, that'd be amazing, but I, I I don't know if that's I I don't think AI technology anywhere oh, anywhere oh, close to that. Just we yet, all watch movies like Ex Machina, right? With like with yeah. like AI. Way before we get that, we're definitely gonna get game bots, chatbots, chatbots game bots that full. Of, no, 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 chatbots are different because you're one on one with them, right? You can kind yeah. of. But if you're if you're like you know running from uh, the windy plains to the to desolate forest, right? Because you leveled mm-hmm. up and you went going to a new zone, and if you see some guy on the left. You know, hopping up and down, you know, attacking a monster and then running, you he'll look like a player. You won't engage with him enough to know he's a bot, right? So to your mind, he'll be a player. Yeah, but what if I see somebody in town, like, uh, and I'm saying he's trying to sell something, right? If I'm trying to negotiate with him, well, they I won't be tough there. Well, yeah, him. He, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Imagine there's a guy, in, you know, outside just hopping on a fence up and yeah, down. You can't tell. Yeah, you're just killing a monster and moving around in weird patterns. Yeah. You can't tell. So I, th- I think we're going to see that way before we see actual AI. Yeah, I think it'd be nice. We, we're playing single-player MRPGs then, where yeah. we're the only player in a world of bots. Yeah, I think I think it's I think that would be possible. You know, re- I think that will happen sooner than uh, maybe ten years. That we'll get that. That'd be nice. 
and maybe make an old game feel more full, or even any existing or, game feel more full. Yeah, it can be done in an interesting way. I mean, half the players in RuneScape or games like that are just botting anyway, or or even if they're not botting, they're playing as if they're botting. You know, like so they log online. Yeah, they're like All right, for two hours. I'm going to cut wood because I need that right for later. Mm-hmm. So he might as well be botting even if he's not. Anything else this week? Really, it has been a light week for, for uh, MMO news. I, I got I got a funny thing. So I'm on the GameForge website as I was talking mm-hmm. about Soul Worker, and I just love their website here. So top games, okay. So these are the top games. We got Soul Worker, Terra, O Game, Man Two, right? And we yep. scroll down to popular games. What's the difference between top games and, and popular? And, and and it's funny. Popular games is literally all their other games. So they have no unpopular. <laughs> They have top games and popular. All their games are popular games or top games. I, I, I thought that was funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I like uh, I like how Ikari makes that list. I, I hate the fact. I, I don't know. There, there's something. I actually I actually hate when I see games like Ikarium, Game of War do well. It actually kind of bothers me. Like very rarely, like will, will somebody else's success bother me? Right? Because like <laughs> I, I wish everybody well. When I see a garbage game like Ikarium, it's old. Game of War, it's old. That's why. Just do well. Or like, or like Gripolis or Travian, these pay-to-win garbage, steaming pile of pay-to-win turds. Wow, what a hater. Well. What a and hater. The, and they're not just pay-to-win turds, right? They're just the same turds we've seen from Ebony. There's like, there are at least 100 games identical to this. It bothers me when they do well. They, they don't deserve to do well. Right? I'm going to play a cam right now. It's awful. All these games are awful. All these browser strategy games are, 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 are cancer. The worst kinds of games in existence. They're pure pay-to-win nonsense. They're unoriginal, and they're not fun. No, they're, they're, not they're fun. dumpster fire. In Zim's words, I'm. Uh, oh, I can only go one at a time. But this, uh, to be fair to them, though, this is one of the OG ones. This was like this game it's is earlier, old. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Old game is the same shit. They have old game on there as well. It's just another browser strategy nonsense. I'm closing this game. Okay, I'm done with that. All right, maybe we talk about Tekken Mobile a smidgen, but that one's okay. it's, 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 it's a funny one. So Tekken Mobile officially launched it last week, and it's not really a Tekken game. It, it's what? really just a, like, they, they took Tekken, the concept of a fighting game, right? And they threw every pay-to-win mobile mechanic at it. So basically, you start the game, and you only have one playable character, literally one. And you unlock the rest by playing the game, right? And, like, it's not like a fighting game where you can actually attack stuff. You know, you, you don't just, like... Mash your buttons and, and kill enemies. So it's not real time. No, you you, you have to like use uh you use cards, which basically tell you what, what attacks you're gonna use, right? But like there are the car- you have to unlock different attacks and att- different attacks have different star ratings. Like there's the, the different like strengths, the attacks and the special moves, and you unlock them the same way you might do in like a waifu collector, right? Like we just grind forever to unlock them, and, and some are just better than other other attacks. Like if you're playing against a guy who's got more abilities than you, yeah. you just play at a massive disadvantage. So it's almost like uh uh. Clash Royale or something, where like it's it, it just they took a fighting game and they stripped of like of all the competitive fighting elements and they made this mobile trash pay to win. You know what? I actually like it. What? So I put up the news for this. I feel it feels like a year ago when it was first announced, and I thought at the time this would be so stupid. A mobile game, like a fighting game on mobile, you know, when your thumbs hurt, like it'd be annoying, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact that it basically turned it into a card game. It's obviously not Tekken, first of all. Okay, don't compare it. Yeah, don't it's so, not actually Tekken. So the don't compare it. Yeah, don't compare it to other Tekken games. But as as a standalone idea, right? 
as, as an idea of a fighting game, is a turn-based fighting game where you, I guess, the turns happen simultaneously. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Like both players put down a card. I oh, think yeah. I, I, I haven't played it yet. That sounds pretty cool. Now, whether this game did it well or not, I don't know. I haven't played this game, but as a concept, uh, it sounds pretty good. It sounds like almost like Atlas Reactor. No, but Atlas Reactor wasn't pay to win nonsense. Oh well, yeah. Whether this is pay to win or and, and poorly done, I don't know. But the concept of a, of a fighting game, two fighters, you, and, and each turn, each turn, you each play. You know, one guy punches, one guy ducks. So then the punch misses, right? And then you mm-hmm. get in the next turn, you got to do something. That that concept can go far, I think. There, there's there's an idea there. I never thought about it until you just talked. You mentioned it. But I hate that monetization mechanic. Though, well, to a degree. Well, obviously, everyone hates. Yeah. Everyone hates pay to win, but like as as a concept, it's pretty cool. I think. I mean, I I, I don't. Know. The, the, I hate the star ratings, but the, and you unlock the ability. It's not Tekken. Don't call it Tekken. It's not Tekken. It's not a fighting game. Disingenuous. I think it's pretty. Uh, oh, did you hear about this? Uh, Maple Story Blitz came out, uh, in 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 sixteen select countries. Not not America though. Are you? Do you know what Maple Story Blitz is? It's just, uh, no. It's it's, it's a, no it's a card game. It's a card game. It's a card game, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, Clash Royale. Yeah, with three lanes. Yeah, it's Clash Royale with three lanes. Same so, shit. Maple Story card game, baby. What do you think? Uh, I'll play it. I like Clash Royale, even though it's pay to win nonsense. I like me. I, look, I like Maple Story. Like, I make no bones about it. All right, I'm nostalgic about Maple Story. I like to talk about Maple Story. If I see people that played Maple Story back in the day, you know, we we shoot the shit. Maple Story, is one of my, Maple Story is one of my favorite games. In fact, the Maple Story Steam page today, if you go on Maple Story Steam page, it says there's a quote on there on Steam from an old MOHUT review, and it appears on their Steam page. It says, Maple Story is hands down one of the best free-to-play MMORPGs of all time. And that's an MOHUT review. If you click on it and it my name is next to it, I stand by that quote. I think Maple <laughs> Story is a phenomenal game. Uh, one well, of my favorites. I, I, I would agree. This this game looks weird, but uh, it looks more like Maple Story Two, doesn't it? Yeah, the graph graphically looks yeah. not like Maple Story Two. Oh shit, no! Did, did Maple Story actually in twenty thirteen they updated the review and they get some other guy's names on it, but the, the quote's gone now. Oh no! So the quote is even on and what anymore? But that that quote was from my original my OG review. It was an OG Omeraltai you know, quote from Maple Story on Emoha. God knows how many years ago, weird. and they updated it to a three. They gave it a three out of five. Oh my god, this, who is this guy? Who reviewed this game on MMOHA? Mr. Uh, Jonar Isip. Gotta, gotta, gotta fire that guy. He doesn't, he doesn't know. 3 out of 5? Come on. Maybe Come on. no 3 out of 5. I got a funny story. It kind of relates to the bot thing. So, uh, there's this game. Oh my god, what is this game called? It's an Asian. OX Quiz Survival. Have you heard of it? Let me see. No. OX, OX Quiz. Quiz Survival. So it's uh it's basically a quiz game on your phone, you know, like the quiz up and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, uh, but the way it works is there's a hundred people. Uh, you can see it on on the on the video. So it asks you a quiz question, and then you have to click yes or no. Like yeah. is and then it's something like, uh, the first astronaut was from Russia. Yes or no, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you push yes, you go on the left side. No, you're on the right side. And then everyone on the right side on the wrong side dies, right? And it keeps That's going. That's actually so cool. That looks fucking amazing. Yeah. So, this game looks awesome. Yeah, Donna found this for right? So we were playing it. And she was playing it for like an hour before I did. And she's like, oh, it's so cool. You play against all these people, and then one guy wins, right? And I played it, and I immediately realized... They're all bots. You're all bots. You're playing by yourself. Because oh, the question was like... 
the question was something so stupid. It was like Antarctica is a continent, yes or no? Or so, uh, it was a, it was a very obvious question, and it was fifty fifty. Like fifty people moved to the left with me, and like 50, I feel like that, that. I feel like I could easily see fifty percent people getting that wrong. No, but, well, we 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 tested it after that. Like we just, like, disabled internet, and it still worked. <laughs> Okay, I mean, you play the game without it. Yeah. Obviously, you're playing as yeah. yeah, So, but but this game would be really cool if you were playing as players. But but you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. That yep. could be cool. Though. Yeah. True. I play that. Is that in English? Yes, it is. This, this, I just I just searched a random quiz. Uh, mm-hmm. uh I I ran a random video video. But yeah, we can. If we, if we go out to eat or something, I'll I'll uh we can play. It. So you yeah, guys, so you wins. Anything else? Well, I got I got a stir I got a stir about about Dauntless. So Dauntless had uh changed their axe combat mechanics, and while I'm not really too uh, interested in axe combat mechanics, I do you want to talk. Combat guy? You don't, no, you don't I... live for uh, axe combat changes. Not really, but I do want to talk about Dauntless a bit. Before this... we go there, what is your favorite kind of axe? Can you can you no you know what? can you name four kinds of axes? Let's go. I want to hear four okay. names of axes. Let's go. Right, Let's hear it. Go. Hatchet. Boom. That's one. You only know that from Rust. Double axe. All right. Uh, war, war axe. <laughs> is that really an axe? I feel that's more of a mace. Chainsaw. Chainsaw is not an axe. Wow, well, what's the difference? Tomahawk. Thank you. No, you're cheating. You're listening to the chat. Uh, I disqualify you. Well, hold up. Is chainsaw an axe? Chainsaws aren't axes. Why? They're automatic. You, 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 don't, are, you use axes like to hack away at something. You don't, you don't hack away with a chainsaw. You just kind of like hold press up. it in. Hold up. Hold up. Is an automatic rifle a rifle? Sure. So then, uh, 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 a no, chainsaw. By no, by no stretch. A chainsaw is an automatic axe, is it not? No. I think it is. I I, I buy in it. It's it's a saw. It's a saw. A chainsaw is a saw. There you go. Is that called a chain axe? If it's called a chain axe, well, well, right. isn't a saw? What's this? Oh, I guess saws go up and down instead of. Saws, yeah, saws are not axes. Fire axe. All right, all right, all right. All right. My bad. My I'll die. I'll die. Lose. Continue. Continue your story. Sorry for the interruption. Okay. So we played Dauntless a while back, and and I think we both had fun because we kept mm-hmm. playing longer than we usually do for for Grand Fest Friday. Mm-hmm. But this game is still not out. What are they waiting for? Don't they realize yeah, they, that they, they every day? But don't they realize that if if Monster Hunter World comes out for PC before this, they're doomed? I think they're already honestly doomed. The problem we had fun with it, but the problem is once you play that game for three four hours, you're like, okay, I've seen everything, and everything else is kind of reiterations of this. But the good thing about that game, remember we talked about early game versus late game? The early game was fun in that, but the problem is that's all there is. I feel like right from the get-go, that game was actually kind of fun because you're fighting bosses and you're learning their patterns right from the beginning. That was actually really fun early on. But the problem, it, 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 there wasn't, it just felt like there wasn't more there. It was like you just kept doing Once you learned the boss fight, it, that was it. There, was, there wasn't much else there. I, I think, but even there's not much there they gotta launch what are they waiting for they gotta get the word yeah, out I now what, like yeah. they're on a deadline like the, the monster yeah. world's coming out you know it's around the same time mm-hmm. so they but really got it you, you can make the early game like fun right away but that's because it's not like an mmorpg mm-hmm. this yeah. is like a, a lobby based i mean there is progression like gear progression the way you would have in an mmorpg but i don't know if this actually you know there's not there's not an mmorpg it's just you know some lobby based game I don't know. So I, 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 yeah, the early game is fun though. I'll tell you that the early game is fun. They, I agree. With you. They, they, they got a launch. I don't know what they're waiting for, and just fix it along the way. It'll be free. To, I mean, maybe they, they still want to milk the the founders packs money, but it, it will be free to play at launch though, whenever that is. But if Monster of the World launches, I don't know. It, it, it's worth just buying Monster of the World at that point. Yeah, I think I think they're on a deadline and they gotta they gotta move fast. Mm-hmm. 
A Modern World sold over 7.5 million copies. Best-selling Capcom game of all time. I heard. I'm, uh, I'm not surprised. I'm, what, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Why not? Mm-hmm. What surprised me was Horizons Zero Dawn, or whatever it's called, sold 7 million copies. 7.6 million or something in one year. Well, uh, I think... I th- is, that a, is that a PS4 exclusive? Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm sure it is. That, you know what? I might buy this. Uh, to play it because it looks really cool. It looks really bright. I like it. You know what game I'm looking forward to from Capcom? Unrelated. Mega Man 11. Have you seen that? I haven't. Mega Man 11. It's uh, look at the first Mega Man 11. Look at the official trailer. The problem is, look, they're trying to make an old school Mega Man game, right? But with like newer graphics. So if you look at it, it's kind of cool. But the problem is, I actually don't like these graphics as much as like Mega Man X's graphics. It looks kiddie. Mega Man X one two. Yeah, but look how much better was Mega Man X 1, 2, and 3's visuals and art yeah. style. It was gritty. Mega Man 11. It's like childish. Yeah, I feel like if they just made Mega Man, if they made the same game with Mega Man X's graphics, it would just be better. Yeah, just sharper. I'm still going to play it. Yeah, Mega, Mega Man X, but sharper graphics. But it didn't have to be. It's just exactly like Mega Man X. Like it, I mean, don't, 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 that, don't even, even that would be better than this. This looks like a little, little, this looks like, you know, this looks like a Unity, like, like tech demo. It still looks fun, though. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't like the art style because it's got this really cartoony, kitty look to it. But if they did this, I, I don't know. It, I always wonder, why don't they make... Like, Capcom has some great friends. Like, if they just made Mega Man X-style game, which is new levels, eight new bosses or something, boom. Uh, they'd sell millions of copies. So let me, let, let's test this, because maybe we're biased, because we play Mega Man X. So, guys, watch this, and uh, compare it to this. Which which style do you like better? Ask the viewers. What yeah. looks better? Mega Man 11 visuals or Mega Man X? Now, I know X is like... Worst graphics, like technically, but I'm saying I'm, I'm talking about the aesthetic, like art the style. art yeah. style. Yeah, this looks doesn't this look a little more uh, mature? I don't know, mature. I guess is the best word. I I, I know. I think I think I think it looks better. I think so too. But we could definitely be biased. We could just be. Uh... Well, they 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 did do the secret of the Man first one wins. Alright, so cool. Alright, more anime. Older looks more arcadey. I, I, I don't I, I'm definitely gonna try it though uh, yeah I'm gonna try it too yeah I agree Leia Wolf 100% on the X alright with that we're talking about Mega Man we should take it to the post game I do want you to try uh, we, have, we have a little bit of a treat in the post game Altai is gonna try playing try, Altai is gonna try logging in to uh, Final Fantasy 11 and we'll see how he handles the early game and the early game being is uh, logging into the game that, see if we can handle it that's super I early handle it. Okay. I failed I failed I failed the quest Okay, so before before we start, we should know more fails. So before you guys laugh at me too hard, I've, I haven't tried it. I just installed it. I'm going to stop the stream here. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. YouTube. Yeah, for YouTube. I'm, I'm going to keep the stream going. I'm not going to stop that. I'm going to stop recording. So take care, guys. Later for YouTube. Yep. Peace. All right.